0: Howdy howdy why hello everybody and welcome to but it was aliens the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe paranormal events to determine whether the stuff that happened really did happen or whether the stuff that happened did not happen really. The co-host has no idea what's coming up each episode, and I'm your host today, Kev, which means that the clueless
1: co-host this week is Mr. Granville Moonwalker. Are you saying that your name's Kev, or are you talking to Kev? I'm your host today, Kev. (laughs) I'm talking to my shadow me.
0: Hey, shadow me. Why did my voice change to say hello to my shadow (laughs) me? Am I the shadow me? I'm off track already.
1: I was about to say, also, what would your shadow you call you?
0: Wait, why why am I changing my name? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the shadow me! (laughs) (laughs) We begin our tale today (laughs) in Mayaguez, Puerto Rico. I've definitely pronounced that wrong, but you should be used to us by now. Mayaguez, Puerto Rico. Historically named by indigenous folk as the land of clean waters. It was a breezy morning of 1934, the 1930s, Juan Rivera Feliberti was out doing what any respectable young man would be doing during a borderline tempestuous morning. This motherfunker was flying him a kite. Juan had travelled to the outskirts of Mayaguez to pick up the best wind, and Mayaguez had indeed got wind. As Juan was enjoying himself, however, suddenly something began pulling on the kite. As you would, Juan
1: looked up. So it wasn't the wind pulling on the kite? On the kite? On the on kite. The, on the kite. It wasn't the wind. Well, it could
0: have been the wind. We'll find out because Juan looked up.
1: Also, if this is called the land of clean waters, I'd hate to see what the other lands... (laughs) (laughs) The land of real dirty water. The land of slightly clean water. The land of water almost clean, but there's one speck of dirt in there. And then the land of sludge.
0: To be fair, the UK is the land of pretty dirty water. Mm -hmm. If you turn on a tap, that shit is crusty.
1: Horrible.
0: Juan's gaze was met by the sight of a twenty foot silvery sphere hovering directly over Juan, sucking off Juan's kite into the sky. What the F David Blaine? At that point you'd probably leg it to cover, wouldn't you, but Juan kept looking. Suddenly again, a beam of light shot down from the sphere shaped craft right around Juan. It was about this time that Hun. Hun? <laughs> that Honey Huan realised that he was slowly rising through the air. Tractor beam, motherfunker! When was the last time we encountered a proper functioning tractor beam on But It Was Aliens? I can't even remember! Me neither! Oh. <laughs> Juan neared the craft. Juan realised that there was an opening at the centre of the craft where the light was coming from. Juan kept on rising right through that hole. The light opening closed behind Juan as he slipped inside. And before Juan could even really process what was happening, Juan's feet were on the ground. Juan was standing, so Juan looked around. Ooh... Um, I'll probably find out after recording this one that it's Juan or Duane or something rather than Juan. So his kite got caught. Got sucked off, yep. Yeah. What by? Well, I'm going to assume that it was the beam.
1: So the beam had already The beam caught, started coming like,
0: down and sucked off the kite and then it sucked off Juan after. So
1: it was very slow to get to Juan.
0: Potentially, or maybe it was going... Because the kite might not have been directly vertical to Juan. It could have been slightly off to the side, as kites often are. They have a fair old length of string on them, don't they? So maybe the craft was trying to line up Juan and started sucking off the kite and loads of random shit before it got to Juan. So it's I got also, a couple of worms, a couple of birds. So
1: to start with, it must be a pretty weak. Until they flipped beam. the power switch. Yeah. Because so yeah. I'm just wondering if he still held on, why is his arm still attached to his body? Why didn't it just rip his arm off? If it's a powerful tractor beam
0: Maybe it's a soft tractor beam
1: But it's powerful enough To pull up a human
0: Gently powerful It's like gravity It's always there (laughs) It's always there And you can't stop it It's not a tractor beam It's reverse gravity Maybe that's how beams work. is. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call it that. They create like now. such a centre of mass above us that things get sucked towards them rather than it being like light beams that are sucked or however the hell else. Or like a tiny what tiny
1: black hole. That beam that stringifies. They turn off gravity. That beam that's so anything in that beam is not affected by gravity. Therefore you just rise up you're not actually being sucked up by the power of a tractor beam it's just switching it's just creating a cocoon or a vortex hole shape box whatever whatever you want to call it it's creating a, a space where gravity doesn't exist
0: again maybe that's how it works creating a counterpoint of gravity. So that rather than...
1: we just discovered what tractor beams really are? <laughs> We've just invented <laughs> them. We're going
0: to patent this shit once we get off air. Going to go straight down to the office. The reverse gravity beam. And they'll be like, so how ha- how'd you build that? And we'll be like, we're a level one. <laughs> once we graduate to level two, we'll be able to draw you a picture. <laughs> Why well, has your voice changed? Because I'm now all- a level one.
1: Have you not been listening?
0: <laughs> I had an idea around this when, I, as I was reading it. What if this is the beginning of the rapture? Which one? This is the end.
1: So not Bioshock?
0: Not that rapture, no. <laughs> the the biblical rapture. Oh, come on, your walls! Your floor! That rapture. Oh, such a great film. <laughs> yeah, we saw that at a cinema, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Great times.
1: Amazing film. <laughs> what? Just picture Channing Tatum humping uh, <laughs> Danny McBride's leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that Channing Tatum? Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> Juan
0: was greeted by the sight of what appeared to be a man in a tight green suit sat at a control panel.
1: <laughs> right. So in the notes I have a sign telling me to wait. Yes. Either there's going to be a green-suited gimp, <laughs> somebody in like a green morph <laughs> suit, uh, or Link. I'm just gonna I'm just <laughs> it's gonna, gonna
0: continue be, on as you have a look. It's gonna be one of the because three. Because this green motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> looked like Tingle from the Legend of Zelda. Troll pain had a huge green
1: crystal. Wait, wait. Crystal, wait
0: in the center console. Uh, so, uh, why why do we need to wait? Can't we just move past this? I don't know how that picture <laughs> got in
1: there. So the picture that Greybeard has put in, it's safe to say we'll never be going on our Instagram <laughs> page.
0: I didn't put it in. I don't know how it got there. I've never seen that before. Ah,
1: oh, just a tip.
0: For those curious um, It involves Tingle and Link From the Legend of Zelda series And that's about all I can say about it (laughs) Uh, So the control pane had a huge crystal In the centre console The creatures clearly liked green But they were not Little green men Super green Next to the tingle alien was a blonde female alien with rosy skin.
1: I'm sorry, I'm surprised you didn't put in Chris Tucker from Fifth Element there. Uh, The blonde hair, super green.
0: Missed the opportunity. The blonde was dressed in a silver outfit and to Juan's eye looked rather young. The blonde was also holding Juan's kite. The girl took Juan into another room where Juan was shown a box. The girl's box. The box was small and covered in little coloured buttons. The girl asked Juan if Juan would like to play with her box. Of course, Juan wanted to play. Of course, he did. The blonde alien girl took hold of the box and pressed some buttons. A swirl of smoke released from the box. As Juan looked on, amazingly, the smoke began taking shape. That shape appeared to be of a monkey. Before Juan knew it, there were several monkeys in the room. The girl then asked Juan if Juan would be interested in trading his kite for this mystery box.
1: How old is one? Quite young at this point. Okay, so him wanting to play up a box is quite normal. Yeah. Um, the monkeys appearing from the box gives me Jumanji vibes.
0: Yeah, yeah, those mischievous little monkeys. Mm.
1: And then the boy turns into a monkey, doesn't he? In yes, the very yes. first Jumanji, yeah, not the, the remake. Classic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I started chuckling as. I was reading the notes there. I can't remember if this recurred to me while I was writing it, but did they take one literally just because they wanted his kite? <laughs> Advanced tractor beam technology, able to travel across galaxies. They've never seen a kite. What is this magic? I How is this floating is, on a string?
1: It's not that. It's the little girl. She's like, Dad, I want that kite. And she just threw a temper tantrum and, and they were like. And like, oh, We're going to hear this for the next Two light years if we don't get this fucking kite. So they were like, right, tractor beam. And because he didn't let go of the kite, they've now thought, oh, we've got to fucking trade <laughs> something, haven't we?
0: <laughs> we can't just take it. We've brought this girl up. We need to bring her up right. We can't teach her that you just steal from other creatures.
1: And I was like, right, you find something that you're willing to trade for that kite.
0: And she's giving him, he thinks this one's is amazing, box. but it's actually... There's some real shit behind it, and she wants to get rid of it. Like, this box has been nothing but trouble. Yeah,
1: kite trading.
0: Would but, you trade a kite for a bunch of monkeys? Hell yeah. Me too. As a child, I would have loved to have a monkey. Now, not so much. Putting the whole not-a-natural-environment thing to one side, you'd have to do an awful lot of cleaning up, wouldn't you? <laughs> what the hell was Michael Jackson thinking? I know that was a chimp rather than a monkey, but still... Maybe what it was potty train. A, like imagine the damage it would do around your house. Even if it was potty train, they still pick their bum and flick shit. Admittedly, though.
1: Um, I say admittedly. admittedly. When
0: I had a monkey, it was lovely. Oh. <laughs> Used to poo down my back.
1: I can't remember his name, but it's one half of Ray Shrumard, Uh American hip-hop group. Couple, t- duo, whatever. One of them has a monk has two pet monkeys I think uh, I've just seen videos of his pet monkeys just like chilling out around it. yeah just chilling look pretty cool
0: I, I just can't get past the amount of housework like it's bad enough having a dog
1: I mean admittedly he probably doesn't well I suppose he does clean up after them but if you've paid maids
0: well I suppose if you've got uh, yeah millions expendable
1: income mm-hmm pay someone just to clean up monkey poo. (laughs) But I think he has has diapers, or diapers, fucking nappies on him. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that either. No, not natural.
0: Well, I do know how I feel about that, and I don't agree. Yeah. We're getting away. (laughs) Monkeys. Would you have played with her box?
1: Would it have given me monkeys? You didn't know (laughs)
0: when you... (laughs) Back to the monkey conversation. Right, moving on. After accepting the trade, the girl made the monkey things get sucked back into the box and Juan was told that it was time to go home. See, it was a trade. Yeah. (laughs) The alien people put Juan back in the tractor beam and Juan was returned to the exact spot where Juan had been airlifted.
1: Okay, sorry, before you carry on, They clearly didn't create somewhere for gravity to not exist. Because if they would have put him back in the tractor beam and switched it the other way, I'm pretty sure he would have just dropped to Earth pretty quickly.
0: Or maybe they slowed it. They lessened the mass. I'm a level two! (laughs) (laughs) Onto the artwork. And... Uh, on that note...
1: uh, (laughs) And then your artwork takes you back to a level one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh, I no longer have a level. I'm zero. So they dropped him in the exact same spot where he'd been airlifted. The landing, however, was not as smooth as the takeoff. I'm not clear on whether Juan was dropped from a few feet rather than return exactly to the ground, or whether Juan wasn't prepared for the speed at which his feet made contact with the ground, but either way, Juan twisted his ankle in the process of landing. Bad injury. Despite the bumpy landing though, Juan did indeed still possess the mystery box. Juan hid the device from his family, but eventually, Juan couldn't resist keeping it to himself and had to show his friends the monkey things. Juan simply had to. At first though, Juan just slammed the buttons trying to emulate the alien girl to little success. Juan couldn't produce the monkeys reliably. A puff of smoke here, half a monkey tail there, but not full creatures until eventually Juan was able to work out the right button combination just as the alien girl had used to create a whole tribe of monkeys. Monkey squad.
1: I am a level four.
0: (laughs) A level four what?
1: In monkey
0: conjuring. (laughs) Monkey maker. Juan was scared of being told off for talking to strangers, but gradually Juan worked up the courage to show his parents his mystery box. But when Juan tried... Whipping out his monkey mystery box, Juan discovered that adults could not see the monkeys.
1: Ooh. Did he have to have special glasses on? Or is it, these monkeys aren't for adults? I think it's, these monkeys aren't for adults. Okay.
0: Whether it's like that imaginary friend kind of dynamic where only children have the innocence to see magic.
1: Or the monkeys only show themselves to the innocent. And therefore his parents weren't. Because they've been doing dirty shit. Indeed.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, his mum's shit all over his dad. (laughs) I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind.
1: You've been reading some documents lately, Uh, haven't you?
0: I suppose. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah, horrid.
1: Do we, as children, have not access to... A different spectrum of sight do um, we see things and then as we get older yeah. they kind of like die or they evolve to only see what we need to see like or, how your
0: taste buds change do, yeah does, y- does any form of our senses change no idea
1: <laughs> um the same way they say children are susceptible to
0: apologies folks moxley just made a guest appearance someone decided rudely to knock at the door how dare they? You were saying?
1: The same way that children are susceptible to seeing ghosts and the paranormal at a young age. Yes. And we lose it as we get older, essentially. Mm-hmm. Is this what's happening here with the monkey box?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, it is.
1: <laughs> I think. Do you think that's... Um... No, I'm going to go on to a whole diatribe. We'll save that for another episode. Okay. A theory I was going to put forth could be an episode, so... Uh,
0: okay. Oh, is it we'll something see. you're looking at?
1: No, <laughs> it is now. It will be now.
0: <laughs> if you remember it. <laughs> With adults not being able to perceive the mystery box monkeys, the monkeys begun getting Juan into trouble. You see, as much as Juan could create the monkeys... Juan could not control them. And as much as adults couldn't see the monkeys, the adults could see the damage they created. That meant that Juan was getting to blame and let me tell you son, monkeys are not tidy, well behaved creatures. There was a bit of an issue with this situation too, meaning that Juan got in more and more trouble. You see, whilst Juan could create these mystery box monkeys, Juan could not make them disappear. Juan, therefore, had a gradually increasing tribe of monkeys living with him. This shit was like Planet of the Apes in Juan's bedroom.
1: (laughs) Can you remember um, Drop Dead Fred? Yes. It's like Drop Dead Monkeys.
0: Yeah. (laughs) More and more.
1: But more just keep appearing. He knows
0: that he can't fit anymore, but then... (laughs) Literally read your line under it yeah i had the same idea he knows he hasn't got space for any more, but just can't help himself he's like i oh, just i've got to do it again
1: so the question that i do have yes is okay these monkeys were causing a lot of mess and a lot of bother mm-hmm. yep what was going on whilst juan was in the same room with his parent? Well the monkeys just deciding yeah let's not do anything
0: maybe they were in other rooms creating carnage in the bedroom for but example but then
1: those rooms could be tidy one would be with his parents and then they come back and see the room's a mess how is he getting the blame for that or do they believe him that he's got imaginary monkeys no they don't believe shit they're blaming him
0: they don't need a reason then like if the, if you were in this situation and you're, <laughs> you were telling your mum that it was the imaginary monkeys even if your mum had seen that you'd not been in that room since she's still thinking you've done it you're not going to believe someone saying that it's monkeys are you unless you physically see a monkey then
1: I would have thought that the next thing a logical thinking rational adult would go to would be ghosts (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe if no one's in that room and shit starts happening ghosties
0: spookies (laughs) woo What if this is what the aliens meant all along? What do you mean? They were planning to, like, F up the Earth or take over the Earth via monkeys. Oh, I thought you meant that they, they knew that this said something they'd...
1: when handing the box over. I was like, I don't remember him.
0: They had specifically chosen Juan because they knew that Juan wouldn't be able to resist making more and more and more despite them getting him into more and more crap. <laughs> it's
1: like, um, uh, Mr. Meeseeks create more Mr. Meeseeks to try and control the Mr. (laughs) Meeseeks
0: there you go eventually Juan snapped (laughs) (laughs) he smacked his head twice and then put the monkeys in an ankle lock Juan was still a kid remember and there's only so much being told off a kid can take meanwhile after a while toys get old So Juan had had enough, but what could Juan do? Well, Juan took a shovel into the nearby mountains where Juan buried his mystery box. Juan didn't mark the spot. Juan just wanted rid of the problem, you short-sighted little prick. Now remember, Juan didn't know how to make the monkeys disappear. Some of the monkeys, well, I guess all of the monkeys, escaped as Juan buried the mystery box and these monkeys still roam the Puerto Rican mountains today as far as science tells us.
1: Is this apparently the story of how monkeys ended up in Puerto Rico? (laughs) (laughs) Juan and his magical box. There's probably
0: a report somewhere of like a Puerto Rican monkey cryptid that roams the forest or a group of them this is the origin that people don't realize
1: also he couldn't make the monkeys disappear so did any of them like did they just disappear on their own or did they go back in the box on their own they didn't know they just, know. They just went
0: out into the wild
1: so started doing their own thing are they naturally coming out of the box whenever they want
0: they don't go back into the box you make them with the box once they're made They're out there. Yeah, but why is he getting rid of... So the girl could make them disappear and go back in the box, but Juan never worked out that step.
1: But what I'm saying is why is he getting rid of the box? If he knows the combination to make them appear and they don't just appear on their own after that, then what's burying the box going to do?
0: Stop him from the temptation of making more and more because he's just (laughs) getting himself in more and more crap. It's the only solution.
1: I mean, he hasn't marked the spot, but he clearly knows where it is.
0: Well, it turns out that this wasn't the end of Juan's story. As so often happens with boys who like to play with toys, the boy one day became a man. Juan man. Juan box. Monkeys. Juan would need a man toy to play with. It just so happens that in adulthood, Juan begun receiving contact from the alien species who had once visited him. The aliens must have been keeping tabs on Juan and the mystery box. The aliens were generally female as chance would have it. Now I'm not clear on whether this was actually the once young blonde alien from earlier visiting Juan repeatedly or whether it was different random female aliens visiting Juan each time, but female aliens begun taking Juan up in their craft just as before. Only it wasn't a kite getting sucked off. You're never going to guess <laughs> what happened next. Okay, no. you will. Juan would begin shagging the alien girls. Uh, They're adults. So it's consensual interspecies romping.
1: He not only got her box, but he got her box. Yeah,
0: possibly her box, possibly others, but regardless. Do you reckon... One was getting him some box.
1: If it was you can the eat. same alien, do you reckon the monkey box was a proposal? Possibly. Like an engagement. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> realise that humans
0: don't have these agreements. <laughs> that was a trade. We this are is,
1: now interlinked Yeah, forever. this is your
0: agreement to marry and Mate.
1: Juan was just taking monkeys. Now, when we were of age, <laughs> I should be back. And that's how they had to trade items, otherwise it wasn't legit. Mm-hmm. She's still got his kite.
0: That was a proposal, yeah. Do
1: you reckon they asked where the monkey box was?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> they had other things on their mind. Details of the sex are actually quite limited, unfortunately. I'm not sure what position was used, whether they used space lube as we've seen before, or whether the aliens even had the same bits as us, but Juan did describe the alien chap as a man earlier, so I'm assuming that these things were basically advanced humans. I don't know if, say, sex was utilised, but we have no details of STDs or offspring, just Juan banged them. What we do know, though, is that during one such sexual encounter, as Juan laid the boomstick down on his alien baddie, Juan began receiving a telepathic message. The message said, clear as day,
1: The hour of the new harvest is approaching. Oh, ah, they're just using him for his seed. Juan was
0: abso-fricking-lutely- Clueless as to what this meant and so Juan did absolutely nothing with this information we simply don't know whether the new harvest came to pass or whether this related to the monkeys (laughs) harvest are they cooking and eating humans or no you think it's
1: I think it's to do with his seed and starting the new the new crop the new crop of aliens the next batch Maybe it's like bees. They don't just have one. They have loot. Although for some reason, oddly reminded me of my alien dream the other day. Right. I had a dream that um, we were being attacked by aliens. Are you sure that was a
0: dream and not you being called up to the galactic defense federation or something well
1: the only weapon mars I defense had
0: force mdf
1: was a guitar so that was uh, wasn't really a weapon of
0: choice for many a
1: but a mexican bander. when i woke up i was like that's the second time i have dreamt about the exact same alien spaceship and aliens it's not a dream and then i realized you're aggressing. it was the second time but I woke up during, and then went back to bed, and the dream just continued. Ah. So,
0: <laughs> awesome, like a pause button. Yep. People would kill for that ability. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wake up, damn it! No, I was just about. That's basically the case here. So I thought we could quickly theorise on what the aliens may have been up to with this one. My first thought. Did the aliens use Juan to unleash monkey fever on Puerto Rico? Now! There is an island about a mile off Puerto Rico, called Cayo Santiago, but now commonly known as Monkey Island, which is inhabited by about 1,500 rhesus monkeys. It's said that Clarence Carpenter, a primatologist, brought about 450 of these creatures to the island in the 1930s, it's the same time period! Is this a cover-up story? The general public aren't allowed to visit the land of the island. Surely that can't be the case if there's nothing to hide. Some of these monkeys also live around Toa Baja and are a danger not least because they can transmit herpes to humans. Devil monkey sightings continue in America to this day. Is this the cause? Remember, the chupacabra prowls the plains of Puerto Rico. What if it's not chupacabra, but herpes delivering demon primates?
1: The cover-up story. Nonsense. Why? Because adults weren't able to see the monkeys. Only kids can. And At also, first, what if
0: they manifest completely over a certain period?
1: Only one. So... To begin with. I suppose if these monkeys are just around having sex... And they could reproduce Maybe their not, offspring Not that they become. only come from the box
0: mm, Maybe a, a smoke monkey met a real monkey And got monkey business going Next thing you know you got 1,500 of the buggers running around
1: Woo but Yeah, I don't believe That that's a cover up Also How did he get 450 of those Monkeys was we just out capturing monkeys and was just like, let's rid this place of monkeys and take them all here to a Monkey Sanctuary. Had a monkey mystery box. And it's now called Monkey Island, not the video game.
0: I'd imagine some were captured and probably bred in captivity for a while. No idea. <laughs> My second thought is basically, was there some hidden power within the kite, whereby the monkeys were a known nuisance on the alien home world? and the aliens just wanted to get rid of them. Did they manipulate this poor child? But then I suppose if they didn't care at all, it would have been easier to whack Juan. They whacked him. Finally, maybe our technology is so, so basic to these aliens that it's completely forgotten and therefore our toys have an impossible to replicate magic that all the computers and VR in the world and whatnot simply can't emulate our rubber ducks and Rubik's cubes could blow away these creatures. Do you have any theories to explain the aliens' motivations, Mr. Moonwalker?
1: They thought that this toy was really special and then they didn't realise it was just the wind.
0: <laughs> they <laughs> they, don't, have, they don't have wind the sky. on planet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh my god, look at this! And yeah, it's just wind. They didn't show him. I don't think the, alien, the aliens uh, words, uh, words words, I don't think the monkeys were a nuisance on the alien homeworld because they were able to put them yeah, back in the box yeah.
0: however box.
1: I don't think they manipulated Juan either because although they gave him the box they never showed him the correct combination to summon the monkeys mm. just gave him the box couldn't trust him with that power he figured that shit out for himself, but he couldn't figure out how to put them back in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I honestly don't think he tried hard enough. <laughs> he was able to sit there and work out the combination to release them, but mm. didn't want to sit there and work out the combination to put them back. And why wouldn't you try and do that after unleashing one monkey? Questions. Mm. Questions for Juan? What else? could be going on here.
0: Juan could have shown this technology to someone, yes, okay, but remember, Juan was the one. The aliens chose to share with Juan, and Juan was a kid. He wasn't thinking about this like you and I. Admittedly, we have next to zero evidence for this one, but does that really matter? Okay, sure, we don't really know who Juan was. We can't verify any of these details further than that there may have been a teenager alive during this time by this name, according to records available online. The accounts I've seen are third or fourth hand accounts and are very brief. And we definitely don't have the mystery box, despite this box allegedly truthfully still being on earth. What I've given you is pretty much more than what is out there on this incident. But I have no counter argument to finish this sentence with. What probably really happened here is that Juan lost his kite and didn't want a bollocking from his parents. Then later in adulthood, Juan leaned back into that alien story, be that for a laugh or to try and get some attention as a misguided young man. If Juan was a teenager in 1934, he would have been a young adult when aliens hit mainstream and maybe Juan just jumped on the bandwagon.
1: Maybe. I reckon he lost the kite got in trouble he could have just been a little shit Mm -hmm. like he was always getting in trouble for things being a mess at home yeah I reckon he might have just been a little shit or his parents were dicks but (laughs) either way later in adulthood or early teens or whatever I reckon he used this story to try and get himself some poon I'm not a virgin I've shagged loads of aliens yep (laughs) (laughs) I reckon that's exactly what's happened Either that or he's done it to jump on the bandwagon and try and get some money
0: Mm. Well, there's not much out there on this one So I don't think he tried very hard if that's the case
1: Just like when he didn't try that hard to put the monkeys back in the box
0: In summary, we've covered the 1934 tale of Juan Rivera Feliberti. A young man who was out flying a kite when a UFO stole it. Juan got sucked off beneath the kite and before Juan knew it, Juan was in a UFO looking at a green suited tingle alien. A female child alien (laughs) then displayed their magical box to Juan. Monkeys came out of the box and Juan agreed to trade the box for his kite was returned home and eventually showed the monkeys to his school friends. It turned out that adults couldn't see the monkeys though, which were getting quite numerous, so Juan, tired of being told off for what the monkeys were doing, buried the mystery box. The monkeys roam free. When Juan got older, Juan shagged some aliens. One time, Juan was told prophecy telepathically during the intercourse. The hour of the new harvest is approaching. Juan was clueless. That's basically all we have today. Anything you want to talk back over, Mr. Moonwalker?
1: Do we have anything about the other children seeing the monkeys? We have literally nothing. Cool. This is bullshit. (laughs) So on that note,
0: (laughs) are you saying that it was aliens? (laughs) No!
1: (laughs) No, I'm not.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that it was aliens, or am I? You're not this this one i i kind of said it but we have next to zero evidence i really really struggled to trace this one back to an original source but to be honest even if we could i'd probably still be concluding the same way this one is little paranormal bastard smoky spirit monkeys these spirits made their way to delhi and boom we've explained paranormal simians the world over Yes, I suppose if you had me on the witness stand, I'd have to say that I'm not saying that this one is aliens, but we don't worry about things like the truth now, do we folks? Chewbacca. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share, Mr. Moonwalker?
1: (laughs) Just got the reference. Amazing. Chewbacca. (laughs) 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 Um, Clearly not aliens, sadly. No, it's not. Do I have anything else to add?
0: No. I don't. Well, that is a wrap for today. Thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens each and every week, unless you don't. In which case, well, hello there. If you enjoy the show and want to hear some more, then there is a way you can support the show and gain access to some bonus episodes. -bonus. Bonus! We call these episodes our side pros because when we begun, we were covering aliens exclusively, so it's like we were cheating on the aliens. Now, we still cover non-alien events on the side probes each month, but we try to make those episodes as crazy, adult or downright bonkers as possible. If you're interested, head on over to Patreon forward slash but it was aliens and become a patron of the show it costs less than a cup of coffee you can't get better value than that unless you have rum if you have any episode suggestions and by the way we really appreciate the outlandish cases 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 yeah thanks for that you can hit us up on the x twitter at but it was aliens it's been a while since i've hit it that Or you can join our publicly private Facebook group Called Extraterrestrial Towers This construction strongly Resembles a teepee But is definitely a robust fort That will protect you from aliens Rather than harvest you Ignore the giant human sized blender All is good That's it for this episode So until next time Why are fannies on the back In the United States of America But on the front in the United Kingdom How did that happen? The truth is up there. Pro
1: because we have common sense and don't have to turn our fanny packs round to it to get into them. Fanny pack, fanny pack. Also, both terms of fanny. We have ours where we deem the fanny. They have theirs where they deem the fanny. Case closed. Yeah,
0: fanny. Well, yeah, you spoilt this ending, haven't you? <laughs> Any other dreams you want to shit on while we're here? We're still rolling. Nope, I'm good. You want to destroy the lives of any other people? Nah.
1: I'll save that for the next one.
0: Ah, do you know what? Just occurred to me. I was going to tell you about pogs. So, remember you used to be able to buy pog printers. Mm. So you can make your own pogs. Yes. Yeah, you could buy them like from an Argos catalogue or whatever. And you'd literally print your own pictures onto a little pog. So, my partner's brother had one of those printers and oh. made his own pogs in school.
1: Were they all, like, adult? He took, the, adult <laughs> he took <laughs> the
0: underwear section of, like, the Argos catalogs <laughs> printed, like, <laughs> pogs of the underwear section, like, bras and knickers, panties. <laughs> he must have been <laughs> so popular in the pog scene. <laughs> Oh, we need to play with that guy. He's got them titties.
1: (laughs) On another note. Yeah. uh, Both I and... Actually, I think all of us at some point worked in that establishment. One of our friends... Catalogue shop, yep. Whilst uh, working overnight, he... It was a bit too much for him, you know? Couldn't stay awake. Yes. I mean, it wasn't really fucking long hours, but... You know, just a little bit too much. So uh, he fell asleep. The rest of us went and got said underwear part of the catalogue, opened it up and got some tissue and wet the tissue, and <laughs> put it on the catalogue and laid it in his lap and then proceeded to uh, take some photos of said things. <laughs> <laughs> he had himself a real good time um, on the we night We have shift. the uh, Polaroid still somewhere
0: good times. Good times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that type time <warp. laughs>